Hey, good afternoon. This is uh, Callum McLean with Pilosity and James Reed from Dinsmore on their Best Job Ever podcast because we all work in HR and payroll, which we still believe is the best job ever. And today we have Erica Monet from, who's the founder and CEO of the Erica Monet Group, correct? Yes, yes. And James has known you for, for quite some time. And I said, James, who can we have on the podcast? It's just going to light up the room. And he went, oh, I know the perfect person. Erica's got to come on. And we're going to talk a little bit about networking today. Because when you walk in, you, you've got a pretty big presence when you walk into the room. Um, you do a so phenomenal you. networking. Every, you were seeing Lee Meadows as a superstar. He, he has brought up that, oh, I know Erica. So, you know, people are... People are making connections. So how can how can we talk about HR professionals and, and how can they make connections, James? Well, I loved, rather than just showing up to Michigan Term webinars or networking events or educational events, I loved when I went to the Erica Monet Group website, you have a whole kind of process of networking on purpose with a purpose. So... Why don't you explain to the audience what that concept's all about? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so first, let me kind of introduce myself to kind of give the the journey. I would say of how I even got to uh, networking on purpose. So, um, the Erica Monet Group, um, as you mentioned, I'm the founder and CEO of um, this leadership coaching and HR consulting practice, and essentially. I help technical leaders become people leaders. And I wanted to um, create a company where we essentially, at the end of the day, make the workplace a more fair and healthier workplace. So with helping technical leaders become people leaders, it's really so that they can lead in authenticity, so that they can manifest social change and re-envision the places we work, play, and gather. So um, I have over 10 years of HR and OD experience and worked in multiple, multiple industries. And so within my uh, background and my experience, I've coached and mentored dozens of professionals, dozens of leaders um, to really level up their career. So in coaching my clients, um, I'm a huge advocate for networking and building your community and building your tribe. And I would always ask them, okay, who's in your network? Where are you going to network? What are you doing? And they would always tell me, I hate networking. It doesn't work for me. I don't do small talk. I have nothing in common with someone that is at the VP level and I'm at the junior level. I have nothing in common with them. And I just, I hate small talk. <laughs> so people just didn't think that they could be themselves. It was a safe place and they could genuinely build these authentic relationships with people because it felt so unauthentic. So I created networking on purpose because of that specific need that my clients had. They didn't have a safe place to network, to build these relationships and to truly connect. So created networking on purpose. And like James mentioned, it is networking on purpose and for a purpose. And so on purpose is the intentionality of bringing like-minded professionals together around a given topic to truly uh, get to know one another. So I encourage everyone to um, get to know one another by introducing themselves with their elevator pitch, if they have one. And if they have one, I challenge people to say, hey, insert something about yourself because I want people to show up as who they are, not just their job title. 
Like I want, because I, when I talk and I coach to people, I'm talking from my heart to your heart um, on a human being level, right? So, um, so that's the intentionality of the on purpose for networking on purpose. Then the for purpose is that every month I am able to honor a nonprofit organization where they're able to build awareness around what their mission is. Um, many nonprofits have been able to solicit donations as well as volunteers. Uh, people donate their time, talent, and their money uh, to these organizations. So they're able to um, have a further reach to a different audience um, of, you know, making people aware of what they do. So networking on purpose, but for a purpose. So I am very passionate about it because this year I started networking on purpose in January. And um, yesterday was the third Thursday because it's the third Thursday of every month um, was my last one in 2020. So it will be ramping back up in 2021, but it felt really good to be able to do this for the whole year because I really didn't know how it was going to go with everything going virtual. And I went virtual in May with networking on purpose. And it's been, it's been a ride. Wow. So that, that got me excited uh, and curious as to what is the ideal elevator pitch? What is your elevator pitch, Erica? <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's probably the strongest intro we've ever had on this podcast. Absolutely. I already have takeaways and uh, I know. <laughs> education and uh, I feel the energy. So I think that's yeah. a, the triple play, but to top it off, I want to hear kind of the on the spot elevator pitch. So what I, it's funny because um, I have a, I created a, a program to help people network because no one really had training on networking. It was kind of sink or swim and then you just kind of get good at it or don't <laughs> get good at it. Um, but in this program that I have called networking goals, every week, we come to the table with our elevator pitch and we're supposed to either revise it, tweak it in some way that fits us a bit more each week so that it's better each week. And um, because sometimes you're gonna have 30 seconds when you're networking, sometimes you may have two minutes as an introduction. You just need to know the key things about yourself that you wanna share and you also want to be able to tell people who you are. So when you're talking to me and I'm talking about networking, you feel my energy, you get my passion behind it, you know, kind of, okay, she actually is into this thing. <laughs> like, so you're not just walking away like, oh yeah, she has an HR consulting company. Wow. So there's more to it. And so it's all about how you present yourself and all the things that you really want to be able to give. So I tell people to, when you introduce yourself, yes, say who you are and what you do, but also mention like, hey, here's how I can help anyone. So if anyone is looking for this, here's how I can help. If you need that help, please let's connect, you know, after we're done here or breakout room or however, you know, we're doing it virtually. So, so we get the concept. We want to hear a live demo. What's a live demo of mine. So that was part of it. I gave you guys a little bit of it a little bit already. So, you know, I start out with saying, hi, my name is Erica Monet. I'm the founder and CEO of the Erica Monet Group, which is a leadership coaching HR consulting practice. I help te technical leaders become people leaders by helping them lead in authenticity so that we can make this world a better place. I love helping people um, level up their careers. So if anyone is seeking professional development, leadership development in that area, and need that to really level up their career, contact me because that is what I'm looking for right now. Looking for clients to be able to help grow. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. How long did it take you 
do you think to get comfortable with a pitch? Because James and I have talked about this before. HR people tend to be a little bit introverted when there's large groups of people that they're not familiar and comfortable with. So how can they make that transition? What does that transition look like? It takes time. I think honestly for HR people, it takes us longer because we don't think about ourselves. We are always thinking about everyone else. So when it's time to talk about ourselves, we're like, ooh, what should I say? <laughs> um, we're just not really good at um, really advocating for ourselves. So it do, it's gonna take time, I would say for HR professionals. Um, but overall, I think if you just take some time to really be intentional with what am I bringing to the table? What value am I adding? Um, taking that time out. And I would say, you know, by attending networking events, I would say just attend two networking events a month so that it's not overwhelming you um, right now with Zoom fatigue for everybody. Um, but just taking that time out and practicing, talking to people about who you are, not just I'm in HR and I work for this company. I think the company is great, but who are you? In most time, most of the time when I say that, people say like, oh yeah, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a husband, I'm a dad. And yeah, that's a part of who you are. That is a part of your identity. But I want to know what are you passionate about and what's your purpose? Because if your passion and purpose is going to be able to help me, it's like a natural connection. It's a natural alignment. And that is what you're looking for. We go to networking events to connect, but oftentimes all we do is communicate. And the goal of communication is connection. And oftentimes we don't reach that connection point. And so I help my clients get to the point where they can walk into any event, um, into work, into a meeting, knowing that when they are trying to communicate something, they're actually going to build an authentic relationship to make that connection. Everyone's got a story. That's what I tell people when they say, oh, I'm, I'm totally boring. I'm like, no, no, there's something, there's something here. You're, you're mm -hmm. doing something else like James. I mean, cycling, right? Chess, cycling and chess are like you two big things. What else you got, buddy? What else do you do that you do? You know, I guess I'm curious what the perception is from Erica Monet. She knew me well enough to come on today and invited me to be a panelist for uh, one of her kickoff events. So mm -hmm. what do you, what's your initial thought? You know what's funny, James? People, when I'm networking, and I'm like getting to know people and they're like, hey, I see, you know, James Reed. I'm like, yeah. And so just to kind of from what my memories of James, I would go to conferences and networking because and this is when I was in corporate America. I was I'm a huge, huge component or advocate of owning your professional development. So I was always at conferences, always trying to, you know, meet new people. And I would always see James at all the same events. Like, you know, sometimes when you continue to see the same phase, you end up saying like, Hey, you were at the last three events. What's your name? <laughs> it was like one of those, like, so hey. Then it became, hey, Erica, hey, James. So it evolved over time uh, from just attending the same, you know, conferences, events, um, and having certain people in the same circles. Um, so it evolved to that. And so when I would just think about that and think about networking, I'm like, I tell the story sometimes of like, I met James really through networking. That's how we built um, our relationship. It started with, hey, I see you at all the events that I go to. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that is, I think, one of the purposes of my networking plan is that I want to see my target audience five times, 
throughout the year, at least. I want five touches because I feel like if you we just did that once, we never, and it's once every year, it might have taken five years for us to get to be on yeah. a first name basis and start being on panels and, and working together. So I think if you can have part of your purpose, not only be to uh, have the right mission, have the right message, but also come in contact with your audience, I think a handful of times plus per year. Yeah, so. There's some great success stories that James and I know of with uh, Elizabeth Williams. She recently moved from a position in HR on the west side back over to the east side. It was a big promotion, a big pay raise, and she got it from someone reaching out to her because of the amount of networking that she'd been doing in small groups and showing up to events and just being, Erica, she's like you, she's very intentional. Like when I first met her, she came across confident Elizabeth Williams. This is what I do. I'm looking at moving. I don't know when it's going to happen, but sometime within the next year, I'm going to be in a position in the East Coast as a director of HR. If you hear of something, let me know. And I was like, wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That brings me to my next question. Your whole networking on purpose for a purpose doesn't only apply to people that are the head of sales for their company. It applies to HR because you never know when. You never know right? You're going to find the right opportunity for you. And yeah. you should, everybody should have their elevator pitch pretty much regardless of their position, because we're all selling something at some point in our life. Yeah. That's not our primary title. Yeah. And, and that's the, and that's the goal to take away. Cause I've read tons of books on connecting and networking and communication and the books that I've read that um, despise the word networking. <laughs> um, in actuality, I understand the point, but it's a transaction. Like it, it truly is. It is networking. I just think that we lose sight of the point. We lose sight of the intentionality behind it. And, um, and that's to make that connection. And we can't make a connection with anyone, an authentic connection, if we aren't really showing up authentically. And I think when you are able to find um, your next big opportunity uh, promotion through networking, it's one of the best ways to do it. Not because it's like, oh, wow, I kind of went around the system. It's more because you are able to just show up and be who you are. And people recognize that talent and say like, no, I know somebody. Mm-hmm. And so that does a lot for your confidence, but it's also it just shows the power of networking. So it's a transaction because ultimately you go to an event to network to hopefully find whether it's a mentor, whether it's a job, <laughs> you know, maybe I need to learn something. You go to get something, but you should also be going to give something to. Networking is not about just taking, taking, taking. It's about really giving. So when I'm talking about how I help people, let me know how I could help you. Uh, let me know if there's somebody I can introduce you to. That's really what it's about. And um, if we can just shift the perspective a bit on networking and still use the word networking, but know that the intention is to make this connection and build authentic relationships, we'll be fine. Oh, James, you and I talked about give before you get a lot. And a lot of HR professionals probably feel like they can't go to a networking event because as you said, Erica- Everyone wants to, to receive. They want to receive or like, I've got nothing to give. But so what's something they can do mentally to prepare themselves so that when they go there, they're kind of in the right frame of mind and they're willing to take that little leap and be a bit more vulnerable. How, what can I'm a they strong do? believer in 
giving fun and positive energy. So as you mentioned, you know, Erica Monet having that fun and positive energy. A lot of my networking started off by let's just have a good time. I'm not uh, necessarily, uh, I don't know what you want to give you yet, but I'm not here to ask for anything on our initial meeting either. So it's more just, I'm giving fun and hopefully uh, giving you positive energy. And that would be something you would enjoy to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the best way to start it off when, especially when no one knows you, because they're like, okay, I don't know you. I don't trust you. Like I haven't built that connection with you yet. Um, So it was just, hey, I know my stuff, but I think we can just connect on just, hey, let's just, because we got good energy, we have a good time, I have a personality, you have a personality, let's just connect here. Again, the whole point of networking on purpose is to connect at that human level, show up as who you are, you know, and we have this facade that we put on um, a lot just so that people can recognize this person that you're not which is the oddest thing, but we want an authentic connection. Like we're all yearning for authenticity, but we aren't completely authentic. So we got to work on it. Well, HR, human resources, it is a relationship business, HR. I mean, people don't tend to leave. Like they're around forever. So it's, you got to make these small incremental changes or moves and people don't always remember what you say, but they will remember how you feel and they'll tell their friends. So when you go to networking events, you leave them feeling a little bit better after you leave than they were when you got there. So like Eric and James, be overly positive when you're there. Have fun. Have fun. By the way, that's the key thing. Have fun. And if they have food, like when we get back in person, you have food. That's the best thing. I mean, food brings people together. You have to find the universal things that brings us together. It's music and it's food. (laughs) But you make a great point, Callum, that it's relatively a small HR world. As Erica said, you see the same people at a lot of the events. So um, you definitely don't want to create a reputation where you're not any of the positives because that'll be well known amongst that whole group. Uh, quickly as well yeah the people attend these events usually are the ones that are making pretty big moves and they're the ones you want to get to know and and be around they want to be successful that's why they're there right so if if you just start night or if you want to move somewhere please show up to some of these events and just give a little right it gets Mm -hmm. a lot easier and you know people are are nice they want to help people that want to help Yeah. And that's the thing, like we naturally, as human beings, we want to share, we want to connect. So that becomes natural. And I think sometimes we stand in our way, our own way, you know, of of doing that, um, of of being so giving of ourselves sometimes because we were afraid. It's a lack of trust. And, you know, it takes vulnerability um, that you mentioned earlier to have to be able to step out on some faith and say, all right, I'm going to be able to make some connections today and I'm going to see who I can help today. Um, and hopefully somebody can help me because you always want your, your give to be bigger than your ask. So. so talking about being brave, you got a pretty brave shirt on today. Could you stand up and. and... <laughs> is it a brave shirt? This is just a statement. It says black HR professionals matter. <laughs> well, it, it, it takes a little bit of bravery to, to make a statement. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. a lot of people try but i applaud you for wearing that get get a message out start a conversation 
Yeah. I, I love James because how much, per, what percentage of conflict is good, James? Uh, over 90% of conflict is, is healthy. <laughs> Great. Says the, says the attorney. That's right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, that resolves conflict. Yeah, no, but I mean, oh dear. So me and my boss love each other very much, but there comes a certain point in time where we, we butt heads a little bit, but we always feel so much better. It's like, oh, that's how you felt. I thought you were talking about, no, that's not it at all. So again, turned into a much better relationship. We, we get a lot more stuff done and we have a lot of fun together. I think yeah. people aren't brave enough to see exactly what's on their mind or what's helping. So do you have any like stories, Erica, that you can talk about of um, someone that you've been coaching and a success story to go along with it? Oh, gosh. I um, So in my coaching program, so the program I was just mentioning, and I'm actually starting again next month, called Networking Goals, I had someone in the program who was not confident at all, um, was very soft-spoken. And mind you, in this program, I had, it's a six-week program and we are in small groups each week. So I need everybody to kind of speak up, give their elevator pitch. And she would participate, give her elevator, um, elevator pitch. But that was about it. And understanding that everyone, a part of the program is different. And she was just naturally a relaxed, you know, laid back type of person, but she lacked confidence. She knew the importance of relationship building. She liked connecting with people, but it was something that was stopping her. And um, she's in HR. She's a recruiter. And um, she was able to take away from the program that, hey, I know who I am. So I give them an opportunity to hone in on their strengths so that when they are making their elevator pitch, they can actually add that in to their elevator pitch when they're talking to people. You don't have to necessarily be looking for another job to have a great elevator pitch or to make it impactful. It's just more so, who are you? What do you like to do? Why are you even in recruiting? What is it about recruiting that you love? Like, those are the things that I, I wanna hear. And you may actually, someone try to probably, someone will probably try to pull you away from the company and get you to come to theirs. Um, so that happens as well during networking. But um, overall, she had a project she had going on at work and was trying to get different hiring managers, different people on the team to come together, to harmonize essentially. And she was having trouble before. And after the program, she uh, reached out and said, Erica, I got it. They're listening to me now. It's all working. And so when they're able to take something away that I've shared with them, that I've helped them develop, and it worked for them, that's like the light of, of my world to, to know that I've you know contributed in that way for her. But yeah, she was able to definitely take away that here's my strength. Here's what I know I can do and how I can connect people together. And knowing that she had this project and people were just in different areas, they were not coming on one accord. She was able to make that happen. So it was just really focusing in on what are your strengths? How do you build relationships? And how can you add that to be valuable right now? Do you have any story of someone bombing and just doing, oh, you know, the opposite? The opposite of just like, it's not working. I mean, another girl in the program, um, she was an entrepreneur. And so her pitch was more of like, here's my business. And, you know, that was kind of her approach. She was an entrepreneur and she said, I'm tired of going to networking events, Erica. My elevator pitch, I feel like it's robotic. <laughs> she was like, this is just, I'm tired of it. 
And so I said, well, let's, because networking takes energy. So I said, take a step back. Don't go every week, maybe go every other week um, to networking events. And I think when she dialed back on how many networking events she was going to, and then realizing who her audience was, because there are times where her audience were her potential clients. And then sometimes her audience was uh, more so partners that she could partner with um, for certain things in her business. And so that changed her elevator pitch. So then she became more intentional with, all right, if I'm going here to, you know, meet some new clients, I know what I need to, you know, put in my elevator pitch or be prepared to discuss. And she ended up, um, at first she was bombing because she just wasn't getting any clients. <laughs> then she ended up um, talking to more people and networking. And she had to give an example as to how her services help Um this uh, potential client. And she used something, an analogy of like a construction company. Um, and you know how she's a virtual assistant. So she used a, an analogy of, hey, this is a construction company. And um, you know how you need certain materials to build this house, but the littlest things like the nails, the glue that keeps everything together, you need that, but it's so small, right? And she was like, they love that story, Erica. And she was like, I have no idea where I came up with that. And I was like, well, you kind of shared that in the small group. You just didn't elaborate on it. And she was like, it was so good. They loved mm -hmm. it. They're now a client. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, she bombed it at first. She was like, not appreciating it. Didn't see the value at first. She would even say sometimes like, why are we doing this again? <laughs> so do you, you, you believe everyone's coachable or are you pretty much born with uh, you know, that skill set? Um, I think everyone has to be in a space to receive it. So yes, everyone is coachable, but only if they're in the space to receive it. Because sometimes we're just not in a space to be able to receive that feedback, to um, have the mental and emotional capacity to adjust, readjust, and do all those things. So we have to be ready for that and be in a space to receive those sort of things to go through that process. Awesome. So Erica, what can, what can James and I or some of the HR professionals listening, what can we do to help you today? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Um, thank you for asking. Appreciate sure. it. Um, <laughs> um, well, for me, honestly, I, I love doing this type of stuff. So I love connecting with people, love networking and love helping people grow. So one thing is attend the event, support it um, and share it with people and tell people about it. Um, and then also if there are, if there is anyone that you all know that could benefit from, Hey, my career needs relationship building It's at the root of it. It relies on it. I could help them. And right now it is pretty challenging, especially when you're in like the HR space or even um, a sales type of role where when you introduce yourself, people immediately say, I'm okay. I don't need your services. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, That's my I try. I just wanted to introduce myself for a connection. Um, I had someone in the financial service industry said, I'm trying to network Erica and it's just not working for me because every time I even just say my name and my company, they automatically tell me I already have a financial guy. Yeah. He's like, I didn't even get out anything. So it's like, how can I create and build relationships in that way? And it's very critical um, in our profession is HR and it's critical, you know, for any role, but I know for sure we're very customer service oriented because we have our internal and external customers. And um, 
it's just an essential function of our role. So if you can help me in that way, find me some clients, attend some events, Bam, that'll be wonderful. That's definitely <laughs> planning up. Yeah, I need some help with Again, my support. Her, her events are top notch. I went to one of her earlier events and it was like the red carpet. She had professional photographers there to take snap pictures. I did. She had the nonprofit <laughs> booth set up. She had the whole panel, it, it, the great food spread. So, uh, you know, I cannot wait till we get back to in person. I mean, I wanted networking on purpose to be a complete vibe. Like I wanted it to be an experience. I didn't want it to be the traditional like networking event, happy hour kind of event. It was more like the happy hour, but in somebody's house. Like, <laughs> like I wanted it to have a different vibe and um, I can't wait till we get and, back and to what that. What I really appreciated is that you also offered various activities to force us to network with the tables we were at and you strategically spread us out to not just stick with your crew you came with. And there were exercises where I got to know the people that I was networking with better. So I was like, wow, what better event to go to than uh, an intentional networking event with pre-set up purposes and natural conversation. So thank you for doing that. We're we're happy to spread the message and hope others attend your next event. I'm excited to spread the message. People don't do networking events. Like James said, we, we go to quite a few, they don't do them well. And I'm excited to go to this now. I'm excited. Yeah, the ones that don't go too well, let me know uh, about those. So, you know, I can take away some key learnings myself. So I don't, you know, think of an activity and it just bombs. <laughs> so, awesome. Awesome. yeah, so, let me know. So what, so what, how do you close? So let's, let's wrap this up. How do you, how do you close a networking event? What's, what is your, your final parting, take your final parting shot while we, we run this thing down? Wow. Um, So I close all of my networking on purpose events with um, my motto, which is be you, be kind, shine. Be you um, because I want everyone to be able to show up in this world as themselves, to be authentically yourself, um, both inside of work, outside of work. Um, Be you, be kind, be kind to people because you never know what anyone has going on in their life. But not only being kind to others, be kind to yourself. You got to show yourself some grace. And when you're able to be you and be kind, you're giving others permission to do the same and you're shining a light in this world that is needed. So be you, be kind, shine. Wow, that hit home. A lot of people people don't give themselves any forgiveness, especially now they feel like they should be working, 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 working and and not be good to themselves. So I hope people take that to mind, especially over the next week, right? It's Christmas. Yes. It's the yes. season. Let's go, people. Be kind, be nice, and shine. I love this. All right. Yeah. James? You know, final words. Uh, always a pleasure to have uh, positive energy and, you know, have a real conversation with people. So I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, my advice is, is similar. Try to be fun, be memorable in a good way, and be helpful. And, you know, don't have... Uh, an expectation of any immediate anything in return, just, you know, continue to do it with those three things and naturally things may happen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just show up, be kind of be nice. I think Erica, I'm going to, I'm going to adopt that motto. 
for every time we sign off in this podcast from from here on out. <laughs> I want to I'm going to name drop you every single week. Uh, you just you rock this one. You can out. do that too. That's another way you can help me because they're going to say who is Erica Monet. Like, oh, I can tell you about her. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you you know her website or something. So yeah, you can do that Damn. too. <laughs> you, you definitely got another another fan here. Yep. Oh, I'm, thank you. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Thanks every thanks everybody for coming on on a Friday. We'll send this out first thing Monday morning. It's going to be a slow week, so people will watch it. We'll get a lot of views and traffic. Erica will try and get some more. And when's your next when's your next networking event? What what date and time is it? So it I is can- January twenty first. So um, all of my networking on purpose events, I have been successfully able to make and continue to have them on the third Thursday of every month. So third Thursday of every month um, at six o'clock via zoom <laughs> as of right now and it's on eventbrite and you know when it's time to announce the a nonprofit, the panelist um and things of that nature the links will be there as well but you can put networking on purpose in eventbrite and it'll pop right up i'm going to do that if i have any problems i will give you a call all right absolutely all right people have a great weekend thank you so much see you all later thank you okay and